Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Oh, harassment at workplace, Savita. Still, right? Yes, it is still, and always it is not always black or white. Yes, you know. Gray. Yes, it is. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of shades of gray in that, and women are scared to open up and speak about it. Yeah. whether at the workplace or even once they are out of the workplace they are scared to speak about it uh, today fortunately many organizations have poshing in the organization yes but yet it is not spoken about uh, and uh, as you are aware there are many uh, movies are also made on the subject matter yeah uh, but uh, 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 i i want uh, the organization to organizations to push that envelope hard and uh, make it happen you know mm. where women can come confidently and speak about it hello and welcome to the success with savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind i'm your host savita nanjappa entrepreneur high achieving 9 to 5er turned transformational success coach helping you create a wildly successful business come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips resources how to's and real talk side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day Hi and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast and joining me on the episode today is my guest Sunita Bharadwaj. As always, I would like to take a quick moment to introduce my guest to you today before we dive into the conversation. Sunita Bharadwaj is an entrepreneur and startup wizard guiding budding entrepreneurs and empowering women. A postgraduate in mass communication from Mysore University, Sunita did not stick to the prescribed roles or companies for a very long time. She started her corporate job at Manipal Group as head of corporate relations and thereon there has been no looking back. Moving on, she joined HSBC, worked with a few other companies in various roles and then moved on to starting Atrium in November 2012. Unicorn Ideas followed in 2015 wherein she curates new ventures and helps new startups with her expert knowledge in corporate branding, marketing strategies, and operations management incubating new ideas is not just what she works on but is her passion sunita supports fresh talent and ideas in every way possible she's a consultant to various startups and helps them in each sphere of business she's adept at strategizing business business scaling funding operations brand and marketing and customer acquisition strategies born in a highly educated and open minded family sunita has a strong desire to help empower women she is the founder of two forums back to work and homepreneurs back to work started as an inclusive forum for women which helps women get back to work after a break founded in 2019 the forum is helping women to discuss their apprehensions overcome their fears and be a part of the workforce once again While Homepreneurs is a forum for women trainers where they can market their products it's a marketplace where women can easily find buyers apart from working with people on their ideas sunita also spends a fair amount of her time educating and talking to people she's actively involved with startup programs in bangalore when asked about her idea of business and inspiration sunita says entrepreneurship happened accidentally but today it is a passion 
In 2011, when startups in India was in a nascent stage, we were a bunch of people who plunged into it. It was a time when we did not have mentors. We made a lot of mistakes and learned from it. She says, my inspiration is my father who is no more. He fills positivity in me every moment. Join us in the conversation. Hi, and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast. And joining me today is my guest, Sunita Bharadwaj. And before we begin, I want to start by saying thank you, Sunita, for making the time to be here today. And I think our audience is going to enjoy the conversation we are going to have. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Sunita, for the kind introduction. And honestly speaking, it is a pleasure to be on your podcast, uh, Success with Savita. In fact, uh, a big applause to you as you have created a platform for women to voice their voice, you know. Uh, thanks, Savita, because you have given us an opportunity to listen to such accomplished women speak. Uh, we cannot thank you enough for that. Oh, no, that's very sweet. Thank you so much. And I'm honored to have you on the show. And with that, I'm going to dive right in. I know we have a lot to get through and I have a lot of questions for you. So I'm going to dive right in. And so I'd like you to start by sharing with us your journey, you had a very interesting uh, journey. So please share with us your journey, how you started your career, what brought you to uh, start your business ventures hmm. and what have been some, I've, I've come to challenges, but what are some challenges that you'd like to share as you're sharing your journey with us? Uh, I come from a very highly educated family. Mm -hmm. uh, my father is a recipient of Meritorious Award and my uncle is a recipient of Padma Shri and who was also an advisor to WHO. And all my aunts were highly accomplished, honestly speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, my father had told his sisters that they have to be empowered. This was in 1940s and 50s. Okay. So you can imagine my father was such a progressive person, you know, yeah. and uh, he went on to support them to finish their education and become working professionals. Wow. So there was a lot of peer pressure on me. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was a late born child and my cousins, everyone was doing so wonderfully in their education. Mm. And the expectation to be at the helm of things was something, you know, I was a very, I was, uh, I mean, I was very different from any of my cousins or anyone. I was docile, meek, timid, low on self-morale. Uh, you call all the negative adjectives, it was housed in me, you know. <laughs> uh, oh. And uh, I was not a shy person per se, mm -hmm. uh, but I would uh, keep it to myself and uh, my best friends were books. Okay. Um, once I would get back uh, from school, I would uh, go to the nearest uh, library to borrow books. And when I look back, I feel uh, one <clears throat> some of the very good authors who used to write children books have left a treasure for the younger generation, you know? Yes. Um, I mean, uh, for me, that peer pressure was too much on me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to stammer quite a bit till I was about 10 years. Okay. Even today, I take a little time to put my thoughts together and speak. Now, okay. over the years, I have overcome it, you know, okay. and uh, the, uh, that low, uh, low self-morale uh, was mainly because I was below average looking mm -hmm. and my classmates were so beautiful, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I studied in the central school okay. and, uh, you know, but as I was growing up and I was never used to mix with people. 
I used okay. to go alone to uh, the classroom. Uh, recently, one of my batchmates said, you used to be the quietest girl in the class who used to come very quietly and exit very quietly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, once I completed, but many things changed in my personality. Today, when my uh, classmates look at me, they say, what you were and what you are today is uh, two different personalities, you know. Sure. Uh, and once I completed my education and became a career person, things changed a lot in me. Mm. My work was highly appreciated and it gave me a lot of opportunity to take up many challenging roles. Okay. Uh, I, and I made few conscious decisions once I got into the career. Okay. I made this decision of not getting segmented to one same industry. Okay. What happens is many a time, uh, if you start a career in certain segment, people grow in that same segment, you know. Right. Uh, for me, I did not do that uh, uh, choice or decision basically because I wanted to kind of... Uh, understand each and every industry. I moved from healthcare industry to investment banking industry. Okay. The healthcare industry was really challenging because I didn't know ABCD of uh, healthcare. Mm. I had joined as head of uh, corporate relations and we were the first corporate hospital in the state. And I was the youngest executive to head a business vertical in the organization. And, uh, but one thing, the best thing was, I was given the free hand to build my team. Mm -hmm. Out of the 22 member team, I had 20 were women. We were uh, almost known like uh, the women army team, you know. <laughs> uh, within three months of me joining, uh, what happened is the uh, organization's director walked into my cubicle and he said, tomorrow onwards, you'd be taking vendor management. And I had no idea what was vendor management was all about or the taxes that would be applicable to the medical products. Mm -hmm. uh, because, uh, you know, Savita, in medical uh, industry, the taxes are not uniform. Yeah. There are certain things which comes under life-saving equipment, life-saving devices, life-saving um, uh, medication, etc. You know, okay. so the tax applicable would be different from the general taxes that is applicable for different products. Okay. So I had to do all this learning when I when, when that responsibility was given. What happened is when the director came and called, uh, spoke to me about it, I did air it. He said, you are going to learn it. Don't worry, he said, you know. Uh, probably he had more confidence in me rather than me having more confidence in that particular uh, assignment, you know. And I sure. called up my father and I told him, uh, they have asked me to do this. He said, you should take up this challenge, you know. Mm. Uh, my father was a very progressive person and who was always positive and encouraging. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, I took up this uh, challenge along with the corporate relations, which I was ma managing. Yeah. Uh, the only asset I had was, the, and the driver I had was that I should learn, learn, learn. Yeah. And I was hungry for challenges at the time. Probably okay. my career made it to everything that had lost it on in my education. Mm. You know? uh, and I was in the decision-making committee. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, again, what happened is I was the youngest executive in the uh, committee and many felt a kid is there in the committee, you okay. know, okay. to break the jinx, I had to prove my worth and right. it wasn't easy, you know, right. as you said, the challenges, it was a it was the biggest challenge in my uh, career. 
where I had to prove my worth because uh, I didn't wanted anybody to say a kid is sitting in the committee, mm. decision-making committee, you know. Right. Uh, so uh, the first thing what struck everyone was um, uh, I take care of my team well, you know, okay. in the organization and everybody was talking care about it. Uh, Sunita's uh, team is the happiest team. Uh, you know, they have no complaints about their line manager or whatever. Uh, and one thing I would like to add here, employees of the organizations are set, Savita. And True. it's important True. every organization and every line manager treats their team members well. True. You know? When that happens, everything will fall in place because we many a time we, fee, we see that the employee is quitting the job. It is mainly not because of the job or the work they quit. It is mainly because how they are treated. Absolutely. I agree. So it's very important we treat our team members as the assets and the soul of the organization. And uh, they are going to stand by us once we do that, you know. True. And yes. uh, second, I was extremely customer centric. Mm. Uh, that kind of uh, uh, went well with everybody and uh, we had a lot of new customers coming in. Uh, we had new tie-ups because uh, what uh, the organization's head felt was they were able to relate with me very pretty well. Right. You know? Once that happens, you know, when somebody can relate to you and right. they feel that there is somebody when we get in and it is a service industry, right? right. And we have to build that one-to-one -one cord with them. Yes. You know, it, it was very challenging, but I had probably because I'm, I'm a very uh, uh, soft-spoken and also I, uh, I kind of relate to people pretty easily. Right. So that made that happen. And third was, I was coming up with a lot of solutions for the problems. Mm. And that was evident in the decision-making committee. Yeah. And you will not believe whatever they were having the apprehensions when I joined, it mm. got erased maybe in three to four months. Wow. Uh, you know, so you have to every time reinvent yourself. Wherever you go, whichever organization you work for, you have to reinvent yourself. You have to see that you said you achieve the goals of the organization and you also have that vision of the organization. That's very important. Sure. You know? sure. This experience kind of uh, became a strong, I have this strong experience in operation excellence and customer mm -hmm. experience. And I should thank for my first organization, which helped me do this, uh, you know, get this experience. Um, today, because of the experience, I'm able to advise uh, new ventures. And I also advise them on the branding strategy, many of the startups, which I will talk to you a little later. Sure. Um, and uh, one is you have to be uh, hands-on on what is happening around you. Yeah. Uh, if you if you want to become an advisor to startup venture or you want to handle any ventures, uh, you have to be up to the mark. Right. Uh, if that if you are uh, if you are going to lag back on that, uh, you know just kind of backing on to your experience, what uh, what you have gained, uh, that is not going to happen. Sure. Uh, every time you have to keep on reinventing, evolving yourself, trying to understand what's happening around you, the new technologies, the new things that is ha uh, happening, only then you'll be able to make a mark. 
Right, absolutely. And what made you then um, leave the working organization and move on to start starting back to work and home criminals? <laughs> Uh, this happened quite organically, honestly, uh, Savita. Yeah. Uh, after, uh, see, while I was working in the investment banking industry, mm-hmm. um, I took a break of about three months because somewhere I had the guilt that I was not giving enough time to my father. Uh, okay. I had lost my mother uh, pretty way back, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, since I was a late born child, my, when my mother passed away, my father was 72 years okay. um, and uh, he, he was consulting to various organizations in Mysore. I was born and brought up in Mysore okay. uh, and I did all my education there. Honestly speaking, Mysore is a wonderful place for education. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, and a nice place to live too. Yes, yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> if you give me a choice today, I would run there. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, he was consulting over there and uh, I brought him to Bangalore because my career was here, everything. And somewhere, and my I got my brother married and okay. uh, he had to uh, leave. Uh, I mean, his company posted him to Shanghai, eventually to Germany. And I was taking care of dad, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, my, um, somewhere I was feeling that I was, I'm not giving my father enough time, you know? Okay. So, and uh, uh, we, we women somehow go through that subconscious guilt somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but my father was like always encouraging, you have to do that. You have to come up in life and you have to have the, he was the go-getter kind of father. Um, And in fact, many of my friends have said, Sunita, we should have had your father as our dad, you know, (laughs) because my father celebrates uh, girls in the family. Wow. Yeah, you know, so okay. uh, in fact, all the girls are much highly educated than the boys in the family, I must say. Mm, that's wonderful. <laughs> that's wonderful. Sure. Uh, so uh, what happened was I took a break for three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, I did not have that schedule of three months or something. Okay. Uh, I did take, I went to the org, uh, to the global head and I told him that I'm putting my papers, etc. He said, uh, uh, they were not ready to relieve me. You know, okay. he said, Amma, you want to take care of uh, that? Mm. You, uh, you, I see between you and me, uh, I'll give you three months leave. You spend time with, or five months you want, you mm. spend time with daddy and you come back. Okay. You know, and, but I felt I, I'm creating, I, I did take a day's time. Uh, to get get back to him and once I got back to him and I told him uh, we could be kind of uh, creating a wrong precedence in the organization tomorrow somebody might ask you did this to Sunita why not me I don't want to do that Mm -hmm. if I want to come back I'll definitely come back and uh, this organization has given me so much you know see one thing what you can see here is uh, Savita I had created a credibility there Absolutely. Right. Yes. Otherwise, my global head would not have given me that offer. You can go for three to five months leave, which yes. they don't do for anyone. Right. That's true. Uh, anywhere you, you work, you have to create that credibility. You know, yes. uh, that is very important, whether it is a man or a woman. 
uh, I feel. And uh, what happened is I came out of the organization. I spent, I was spending some time with that. Mm -hmm. And one day what happened, uh, um, one of my known people uh, called me and said, uh, Sumitra, this is something new which is coming up. It's an online venture for uh, education. Do you want to kind of give a try? Do you want to meet the founders? They said. Okay. Now, online education in 2009 is something unheard of, right? right. Yeah. And at the time, a trickling of online ventures was happening. Of course, Flipkart was there and, and Flipkart was only catering to books at the time. Yes. And uh, Make My Trip was there, Naukri was there. Uh, and uh, they did, uh, none of us kind of aligned them as the online ventures at the time. Today, we have that online ventures bracket, right? Yes. Uh, so I said, I don't mind meeting. See, as I said, I was always open to new challenges and evolving myself, etc. I said, okay, I'm ready to meet them. Uh, we met them in Cafe Coffee Day and we had a long chat for about two hours or something. And probably we had about eight to 10 meetings or something, you know. And at the end of it, they asked me, uh, would you like to be the head of operations and uh, drive the center, this one. Uh, but uh, it was honestly speaking, we were all go-getters who are doing so much for this venture. Mm -hmm. But online education, we were too early in the market. Okay. people were not accepting it okay you know so it is uh, what the lesson is the market has to be ready for whatever you give to the market you know yes uh, that's a uh, one of the lessons what we learned and since we had invested so much in the technology yeah what we did is we tried to divert it into skill development okay uh, with the minor changes in the uh, platform Okay. Uh, and we did get quite a few clientele, like uh, big corporates, couple of them, etc. Mm -hmm. But uh, we were not able to raise uh, funds because venture capitalists were not, uh, you know, uh, they, they had not heard this kind of a venture earlier. Mm -hmm. And they were also in a very nascent stage to understand the entire startup environment. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about somewhere in 2010, 2011. Okay. By 2011, Flipkart had uh, raised its major money from Tiger Global, etc. Right. You know, that was a kind of landmark which had which created in the Indian market. Yes. Okay. And they had also bought the other items like electronic goods, etc., mobile, etc. Yes. You know? Yes. So yes. we were in the almost in the same time all this was happening, but still uh, somehow we were not able to get the clinch with the uh, investors to invest in us. Uh, and we had kind of invested a lot of money in technology and the uh, uh, human resource, etc. cetera. Sure. Uh, we tried for equity funds, debt funds, everything. And uh, the founder said it is getting difficult and we cannot, uh, you know, go forward with this. Sure. Uh, and uh, what had happened is I was into uh, since uh, uh, I was uh, in many uh, startup forums at, at the time. Mm -hmm. I used to meet so many, meet so many young founders, etc. And that was a very good uh, time period, uh, Savita, because uh, you know so many founders we used to exchange so much of thoughts without any inhibitions. 
right any problem we would reach out to each other i am going through this uh, hassle how can we kind of get out and mm. it was an open thing where we used to kind of openly discuss so many problems and we used to kind of understand what is because it was in a nascent stage right we right. used to kind of we were also evolving with that mm-hmm. right and uh, uh, when this was happening and many startup uh, founders since i was giving a lot of advices to many people because of my uh, experiences mm-hmm. uh, they kind of uh, asked me can you handle our ventures you know? okay uh, so i said why not you know that was the happiest thing that i could do to them and and giving my knowledge to any organization is the first thing i would be ready to do you know yes then uh, i said yes and uh, i started uh, with the two ventures which came to me and it word of mouth uh, what i was making them happen in their ventures word of mouth i get, got many more founders reaching out to me Okay. You know? but i made it a decision i don't take more than 3 to 4 ventures at a time because okay. see if i have to give the time means i have to be honest to what i bring on to the table their table right sure uh, i just because uh, people reach out to me i cannot take everything and i cannot do justice to every venture right so okay. i made it very clear i'm going to take 3 maximum 4 and i will give my time full time for that you know yeah. when this was happening and i was me- meeting many people in many startup forums and even i used to get into this uh, i used to go to the women forums as well uh-huh. there uh, many girls reached out to me and they said uh, you know we find we have taken i was telling them that i had taken a break for 3 months to take care of my dad and this happened right then yeah. they said uh, we are finding it difficult to get back to work Uh-huh. after we took a break you know now i it was not just one or two many many girls many women voiced it out then okay. i felt why not i help them to kind of uh, you know bring them together voice it out what is that problems they are going through see job portals are there everything is there but there is no forum for them to discuss what is the hazards they are going through yes right see some may be going through because of the uh, they are, they have quit their job four years back and the technology has moved forward from what they were right so yes. it could be the career uh, goals or set goals or new technology they have to acquire new knowledge they have to acquire or mm-hmm. it could be even the problems at home see when a young mother to leave a three month baby at home and to go to the workplace is not a easy thing for her yeah and we shouldn't right. even be asking people to leave three months yeah. old babies so, at home so there there were so many hazards this women had and i felt why not create a forum for these people to voice it out mm-hmm. you know see we have a career portal there are so many career portals where they can apply online etc but there was no platform for them to discuss Mm. right that's mm. how i created this back to actually uh, back to work was just not about creating a f- f- uh, platform for the job itself but also to hear their grievances their thoughts their processes what they want to say mm-hmm. and if they want to kind of what they want to do next in their life right mm-hmm. uh, so i wanted to be a guiding spirit over there Awesome. This awesome. happened, and along with that, in that same forum, in the many forums that I used to meet women, many of these women were doing small little businesses in their, uh, you know, from their home, mm. you know, 
and uh, they were uh, they were very good at jewelry making they were very good at uh, selling clothing they were very good at selling artifacts etc sure uh, not selling making sorry yes, they were very yes. good at but they didn't know how to reach out to the customers they didn't know how to brand themselves yeah so and uh, honestly speaking they amount to 32% of the uh, uh, gdp of our uh, country uh, Uh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. At all. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they uh, honestly, it is an unorganized sector. Yes. Uh, now, slowly, government has started to kind of recognize this particular sector. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I felt, why not I help them? See, and I did my mass communication, and I had the backbone of branding strategies. and uh, you know uh, though i was in my healthcare industry though i was taking care of uh, corporate relations and vendor management i was also helping them in the branding mm. because we did not have a separate branding uh, and communications uh, division i myself was doing all this you know okay. so i have this backup why not i help these people you know so i started helping these home pruners i created another platform for them for home pruners Okay. and i started helping them in uh, branding their this one and uh, how to reach out the customers and and how customer centric they have to be many oh. time when you are an unorganized sector and you are not a branded item the demands of the customer also becomes more yes right and there are times these people will have to say no also but they do not know how to do it mm. they succumb to the pressure yes. right Yeah. So these are the time. I mean, this is the areas where I kind of started helping these people. You know, so okay. that's where I am. I'm continuing to do it, and back to work is moving forward. Now, uh, shortly, we are going to create a platform uh, so that we can bring in much more uh, conduciveness for all these women to do talk about. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Stay tuned as we take a quick break, and we'll see you on the other side of the show. Nice, nice. That's amazing, and I think your journey has been—it's—it's um, it's had its own, like you said, organic. And there have been some choices and decisions that you have made, and I think uh, you have added so much value by creating back to work, homepreneur, and also, of course, mentoring startups. So yep. I want to ask you my next question. which is where do you see women in their career and what are your thoughts on empowerment okay um i would like to share this small little incident uh, savita mm-hmm. uh, i uh, as i said i was uh, have been in many women forums mm-hmm. a few months back one uh, lady called me up okay. and asked me my uh, my career advice to her she had quit her job about 12 years back or something and 5 minutes into the conversation she broke down mm. you know and she was crying her heart out over the phone and uh, i had i also became a little shaken and speechless at the time because i did not expect it right okay uh, and once she was able to speak she said she has lost her identity okay that something yeah. should not happen to anyone Yes. yes everyone yes. should have their own identity you know when do a women lose her identity it is because she feels she's not been uh, recognized right yes 
then when do that happen that is the reason i kind of uh, you know uh, stress upon that women should be empowered Hmm. I would say it's very important that women are empowered. You know, I will just give a small little example which we see in our everyday life. Yes. See, our maid who comes to work in our houses, hmm. she earns anywhere between uh, rupees twenty fifteen thousand to twenty thousand per month, mm-hmm. right? But it's her hard-earned money, and she right. decides how she is going to spend that money. Basically, right. she is the decision maker. Yes. Every woman should have that empower mind to make those decisions. Today, yes. uh, see, once that happens, uh, you know, when once she is capable of deciding that factor, mm-hmm. naturally the confidence comes, the empowerment comes, your identity is identity is recognized. Yeah. Right. Um, so today, women, why even young girls have a lot of clarity what they want to do, and I get overwhelmed when I see them, <clears throat> and so many wonderful women who have achieved so much, whom I see, you know, mm-hmm. and women are doing pretty well in the career careers and even as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, the young women of India have so much of confidence today, and they have uh, vibrant talent, and they are go getters. Yes. Uh, I did not have the honestly speaking I did not have the same confidence or courage to do things when I was young. Uh honestly it is so inspiring to see this in today's young girls. The only thing I want to see that is a women led venture becoming a unicorn here in India. Wow. I'm looking yes. forward to that. <laughs> yes. Yes to that and I'm looking forward to that as well. So yeah i mean even when um, as much as i think that i was far more independent my dream was also still only the corporate dream uh, i would not have had the guts to start my own business uh, when i started in the late 90s huh. so i yeah i get what you're saying and uh, true now uh, it's changing and so that's something that is um, that's that's a good progress and uh, yes no one should lose their identity that's for sure and with that i want to ask you what uh, according to you then are some of the topics concerning the problems that women face but we don't speak about it much oh, oh harassment at workplace savita still right yes it is still and always it is not always black or white yes you know gray. yes it is uh, there are a lot a lot of shades of gray in that and women are scared to open up and speak about it yeah. whether at the workplace or even once they are out of the workplace they are scared to speak about it uh, today fortunately many organizations have poshing in the organization yes but yet it is not spoken about uh, and uh, as you are aware there are many uh, movies are also made on the subject matter yeah uh, but uh, 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 i i want uh, the organization to organizations to push that envelope hard and uh, make it happen you know mm. where women can come confidently and speak about it absolutely that's I, something i want uh, that to happen let's hope it is going to happen sooner i'm so glad you brought this up because you would think that someone like me would speak up but you know till it started coming into the mainstream conversation Hmm. i wouldn't even know who to go and speak about this to whether we will be blamed 
uh, what's going to happen. So I'm so glad you brought this up. I think you're yeah, buying on. See, what happens is, uh, Sarita, when we speak about uh, gray shade, uh, it could be even like uh, your appraisals are not done properly. Yes. Now, how are you going to kind of go and speak about it? Mm. Right? So I tell everyone, see, many people come to my career, uh, career advice. It is just not women, even uh, men, men come to me here. I tell them, see, whatever you do, see, for a, in a team, there might be 20 people or 30 people. Your manager is cannot keep track of everything, right? Yeah. You better always have a diary and mark what your achievements have been, you make it, because I used to do that okay. in my organization. I, basically, I am that old school thought where I used to write the dairy, you know, and I used to nice. make mark of the dairies. I mean, uh, what I mean is even the uh, career things I used to make a dairy, what happened on that particular day or whatever. Mm. But that provided me a kind of backbone when I was sitting for my appraisals. Okay. See, for, uh, for a manager, he has, as I said, he'll be having 25 member team or 30 member team and he can't keep track of things, right. right? So you better sit with your achievements written and where you can kind of substantiate what you have achieved in those six months or a year's time. Right? Yeah. So your appraisals doesn't kind of get jinxed at all. Okay, yeah. So uh, whether I was uh, coming back to the this one, uh, the gray shade of harassment yeah. or whatever, it could many a time happen in, during the appraisals as well. And how are you going to pronounce it to anybody? Yes. Yeah. That's where we have to kind of uh, probably uh, the organizations have to kind of sensitize uh, certain things. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, women will get more confident by it that, uh, you know, they have got these uh, right parameters in their appraisals, etc. Yeah. Uh, because that is the, the appraisal is the benchmark for any uh, women or many, any man to move forward in their career. Yes, right? in the corporate world. So, yeah, yes. in the corporate world. So that should happen, uh, Savita. Sure. Absolutely bang on. I'm so glad you brought this point up. And so here's something that I've taken away from our conversation so far. You're someone who has taken initiative. You have been um, driven in your own career, but you also had, you've been very customer centric. You've been solution oriented. You are, um, you, you know, you treat your employees as an asset. So what are some choices you have made or traits that you have, which you think has led to your success that I've not covered here? Uh, I I have taken risks and challenges. Let me mm. be honest. See, when I moved from healthcare industry to unknown investment banking industry, it yes. was a total divorce, you know. Uh, that was something which I made a uh, career choice, which I've taken a challenge, risk at every point of time. It mm -hmm. doesn't mean that uh, when I went into the investment banking industry, I was bang on from day one. Mm -hmm. But the only thing is I wanted to take up the challenge. I wanted to learn and make it happen. Okay. Any industry, any person, I will tell you, you want to make change in your career, please uh, think about it. But you be confident with your own self that I'm going to make this happen. Mm. Once okay. that confidence is there in you, uh, you will be able to achieve what you want to achieve. 
and uh, uh, this what, what I, why i'm saying is uh, people usually do not move from one industry to another industry usually people take the safe route of being in the safe zone in mm. the same industry right. okay i have been in the it industry i will grow in the it industry right yeah. that's yeah. been the choice every time yeah. so uh, uh, today what is happening in the startup environment is people uh, uh, like to have multiple experiences okay not uh, they do like the domain expertise at the floor yes but when you want to be at the top of the helm of things they mm. want multiple experiences to bring on to the table right, right. right. so um, uh, <clears throat> you once you get into any this one see to it you master it you should know as much as the forehand as well as much as the backhand of your hand hmm. when that happens you are at it yeah so uh, that's something i tell everyone okay amazing and then moving on what is a day in your life look like today and how do you balance it all between work and other projects what does a day look like i love looking at people's days and how they look at it what happens so yeah um i'm an early riser okay uh, i my day starts at 4 am uh, and uh, from 4 to 9 am it's uh, me time you know okay. mm-hmm. uh, and my maid comes early morning she finishes off the work i go to the gym and come back uh, so uh, once i'm done with all this at by 9 9:30 is what i start my work mm-hmm. uh, morning is totally dedicated to official work since i also consult startup ventures i segment my time for each venture okay and i also have a dedicated time for back to work and home pruners as well okay and post lunch after 3 or 4 pm i usually take calls okay i avoid taking calls any calls in the morning times because okay. that i schedule i make it i schedule it only for my work Okay. And evening one hour is scheduled to watch startup stories on ET Now and CNBC. This is something I do religiously, and I have been doing for so many years. Oh, nice! I don't com- compromise on that. Yeah, wherever I am, I see to it. I'm at home at six o'clock so that I catch up on the startup news. You know? Amazing. Uh, in fact, uh, I catch up on some videos of, or better to put it as listen to panel discussion or one to one discussion or podcast while I cook. Cooking mm. is my stress buster. Okay. So I switch on my mobile and I keep uh, listening to all these talks. Um, you know, and weekends I definitely catch up on Netflix or other. Uh, I. Uh, and other other ott channels see i listen i enjoy watching movies especially documentaries okay uh, because i feel there is uh, these documentaries give a lot of learning mm. <clears throat> and i enjoy watching all all languages movies i watch movies in tamil english okay. uh, telugu uh, malayalam uh-huh. right. so now i've started to learn marathi as well because uh, Uh, marathi has got the richness of uh, stage theater right yeah. so i have started to learn marathi now uh, so but english mainly i watch lot of documentary on netflix mm. awesome that's lovely i think you have it well balanced and what is a mantra that you live by do you have one and because some people have favorite mantras what's yours if you have one um now uh, no <clears throat> uh one is uh, take the challenges and risk 
and convert them into an opportunity okay okay and uh, do not compete with, with others be okay. your own competitor okay i want uh, you know uh, you should be your own yardstick to measure your success yeah uh, so just uh, hard yes yes <laughs> you know one should always say have i done better than what i did yesterday and mm. stop comparing yourself with others you are you and you are very special hard. right you are special yeah. and you should treat yourself very specially and uh, for career women i would say build your credibility in the organization uh, and do not get shaken up by failure come back stronger uh, while you are uh, while, while we work on our strengths um, uh, you know I, what i mean is while we work uh, to strengthen our weaknesses Mm-hmm. we should also not forget to strengthen our strengths mm. that's very important you know yes. uh, this what i learned from strength uh, strengthen your strengths i learned it from arpita purohit yes uh, her lady of boss uh, book yeah. that's where i felt she is so right you know many a time we keep on working on our weaknesses and we do not uh, we forgo our strengths Right? right so it is very important that we also work on our strengths right and i think you have literally answered my last question which is what is a piece of advice to women who are listening to this episode and you've covered it any last words before we uh, yes uh, this is uh, something uh, yes many of us uh, say that uh, for women especially that you have to network right yes but you know just networking is not enough mm. i would say that nurture those professional network or relationship you have built absolutely that's very very important because i see they connect on linkedin and they leave it over there mm. right mm. uh you have to nurture it yes huh? and uh, also celebrate your connects achievements mm-hmm. send a personal note it's very important mm-hmm. uh, this is something women lag you know yeah. uh, i feel this should be done and in fact you are a queue here sunil savita in one of the your podcast you interviewed priscilla do you remember yes yes right you had uh, met her in women economic forum that's right right you nurtured that connect and you were able to interview her Yes. Right. Yes. And everyone has to do that. Yeah. Right. That is called nurturing and keeping in touch, and uh, you know, uh, uh, being with uh, your uh, uh, connection, and you're celebrating them. That's when you're going to make it happen. Wow! Wonderful. I completely agree with you. I'm so glad that that box is picked for me in the sense that comes naturally. I do that. I. Um, i i work hard to make sure that the network that i'm building the connection that i'm building i'm investing in those relationships correct, so yes correct. i uh, thank you that resonates so much with me and i'm sure uh, it will resonate with my audience as well with that we come to the end of this interview thank you so very much this has been a very very interesting conversation and i'm so thankful once again grateful to you for making the time being so generous with your time to be here today with us So thank you so much Sunita and um I'm sure the audience will enjoy this conversation. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website, which is successwithsavita.com forward slash podcast. If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a five-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success. This Hub Hopper original ko sunne ke liye aapka shukriya. Agar aap bhi apna podcast launch karna chahte hain, to Hub Hopper Studio website pe register kare aur 1 minute ke andar andar apna khud ka podcast launch kare. यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कंटेंट